Welcome to another edition of Talk Nerdy to Me. I'm your host, Troy Stegner. I have a comic book review here for you, but before that, I'm going to ask for a favor. Please subscribe. It really helps with the metrics. It allows us to do videos like this for you guys to watch for free. Now, that being said, let's get into it. Looky, looky, comic booky. Look at that. This one, I uh, don't know if you can tell how thick it is. It's a 100-page spectacular. Ugh. Look at that. It's almost like a trade paperback. Pretty close. This is uh, DC's new Festival of Heroes. It's an Asian superhero celebration. And if you look on the cover, I mean, there's just so many different characters. A lot of them you didn't even realize had uh, Asian backgrounds, Asian influence. Uh, they're doing this um, in conjunction with the uh, Asian, was it Asian Heritage Month? Asian and Pacific Islander Heritage Month, I believe. There is, so, and, and, they, and they introduce a new character in here. So, I mean, that's worth picking it up right there. I, I kind of dig the new character, and I'll get into that here in a minute. It's not one big cohesive story, so it's a bunch of many short stories that kind of introduces you to, uh, I guess, the personality of each one of these characters. It, it's really good. Uh, some of them appear more than once. I mean, the first one, you know, we have Cassandra Kane. If you don't know, she's the daughter of Lady Shiva and I want to say David Kane. She was never taught to speak. Uh, she's so she's kind of mute. And this one is she's kind of teach trying to teach herself to speak. Uh, she's very they her dad only they brought her up as an assassin. They only taught her basically how to kill. <laughs> Didn't think it was necessary for her to talk. He thought that words were distractions. So she grew up, you know, not speaking, just kicking lots and lots of butt. So, you know, she's working with Oracle here. She, and this is, I'm guessing, during the time that she was running around as Batgirl. Uh, Cassandra Kane at some point was, she was Batgirl and a pretty lethal Batgirl at that. So she's infiltrating this uh, crime organization. They have a dude kidnapped. She goes, she makes short work of these guys' garden. The guy, she cuts him loose and they, they kind of have like a little Romantic connection, not romantic. They, they kind of have some chemistry there. So, you know, he asks her, he's kind of a dork. He's asking her out for boba tea and all this, all this stuff. And uh, he tells her, you know, he'd like to take her to his favorite boba fantasy place for some uh, banana boba tea. You know, she, tells, she doesn't say anything. They take off. She goes home, changes, and kind of immediately runs down to this <laughs> boba place. And sure enough, there he is, man, ordering his banana boba. And uh, she grabs, he misses grabbing a straw, so she grabs two. She comes out, and he's kind of, you know, trying to hit on her a little bit. And then thanks him for the straw, or, you know, thanks her for bringing the straw. And she's actually able to utter the words, you're welcome. And, and for her, that's a lot, you know, because she doesn't really speak. She's been practicing how to speak. And that was a cute little short story. It ended right there. Then it jumps over to uh, a Green Lantern one uh, called Dress Code for the, I believe she's Vietnamese character, uh, something tan. And it, it kind of focuses on, I don't know how to pronounce what she's wearing, the Ao Dai. 
the, the it's kind of a it drapes over the front and back. Uh, she I mean she's wearing pants, but and a shirt underneath. But it's kind of like a drape, and they she got made fun of in school. Kids calling it a dress, and she's fighting a uh, Sinestro core dude here, and he starts kind of poking fun at her about a dress. So she wraps him up quick, shuts him down, tells him you know he looks good in green. If he ever decides to change sides, she'll help him with his design. And that is, like I said, it's a lot of short stories. Some of them are only, you know, three or four pages long. Um, jump into Connor Hawk, Oliver Queen's boy. I, I kind of forgot that he had some Asian influence in him. Uh, he's actually a Asian, Irish, and I believe black mixed in. So he, he's got daddy's uh, skills with the bow and arrow. But he's not the only Asian person in this uh, this story because my my favorite character, my favorite newer character that I think they don't use enough, new Super Dash Man, Keenan Kong. I, I love that when they brought out. He was basically, China manufactured their own Justice League. They also have a Bat Dash Man and a Wonder Dash Woman uh, to make their own little Justice League deal. But he pretty much has similar powers to Superman. So he drops in and he's helping Connor Hawk take care of this mechanical dragon looking thing. Um, they do that and well, Connor was on the way home with, with dinner in his hand. He was supposed to go out and get some uh, stuff for the kimchi dinner, uh, which if you don't know, kimchi is a very popular Korean um, dish, very spicy. Uh, depending on what vegetable they make it with, it's really good. <laughs> in the midst of fighting, his uh, bag of stuff he was bringing home gets obliterated. So, you know, he goes home, he tells his mom uh, and grandma, hey, sorry, I got sidetracked. And they're like, yeah, we know, we saw it on the news. And he's like, yeah, you know, the package of kimchi got destroyed too. I'm so sorry. But then there's somebody at the door. It's Keenan Kong. And you know, he saw what was in the bag, and he brought over, uh, I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, Pao Chai. I guess it's similar uh, to kimchi, and he's like, yeah, it's just like kimchi, but better. So they bring it in, and, well, he kind of hints around that he has nowhere to go. He's kind of lonely. So they invite him in, and uh, they're having dinner together. Uh, that's, that was a really nice ending uh, to that, you know, eating the, the Pao Chai and... And just uh, sitting down together, I, you know, Chinese, Korean, and uh, mom's black there. So I, I thought it was the whole story was just the, the ending was kind of sweet. He came over and kind of kind of has an adopted family now. And I, I don't know if I've been showing them, but these transition pieces of art are just amazing. They're so pretty. Like I, well, I did show you that one with Connor, and I'm not sure who that is on the bottom. I don't remember her being in the story. Um, did they have one at the front from the first story? Don't know. They probably did. Nope, they didn't. And and on the variant, I believe Jim Lee did the cover. Maybe it was our germ. There's one beautiful cover. This one, is, the next story is going to be about Damien. So you see... Uh, Guess that's supposed to be Talia, Batman, and Raish, Al Ghul, 
And this picture's by Jay Lee. He has a very distinctive style. You can pick it out. Uh, the story of Damien. Um, he's one that you really don't don't think about with being Asian either because Batman is your stereotypical white dude. But his mom is Talia al Ghul. You know, Grandpa was Ra's al Ghul. You know where they're at? Uh, Nanda Parbat, right? That's over in the Tibet area. That's pretty Asian. So, so yeah, he's got a little Asian um, uh, in him. And he makes sure... <laughs> Batman is talking about, you know, all these pizza delivery guys being attacked and Damien decides to investigate himself. And of course, it's uh, League of Assassins running this pizza place and they were going to uh, poison all the pizza, but the poison didn't show up in time. Uh, yeah, I'm not liking the premise for that story either, but that's what happened. Uh, Damien takes, takes care of him really quick and he tells him, well, their pizza sucked even without poison. Uh, then it ends. Then we get into a character I haven't really heard much about uh, here and there. Uh, you have Cheshire, who was um, a, a bad, a bad girl, and uh, obviously she had a kid uh, called Cheshire Cat, and she, you know she believed her mom to be dead, and so she was on the street. And Catwoman, as she is during the, this whole Catwoman storyline, she's been working with a lot of orphans on the street and she has decided she wants to make this girl her protege. And she's got a little kabuki looking cat mask that she wears, you know, she jumps in to this den of criminals and tries to take them out. And she's doing good at the beginning and then, you know, they start to get the best of her and then Selena Kyle jumps in and it helps her out. Uh, and then she has a little talk with her on the rooftop, telling her, you know, with the big guys like that, you have to wait for your, your time, you know, don't rush into it. They make fun of Batman a little bit, and then they giggle, and that's the end of the story. So Cheshire is the one who has the Asian influence in, uh, from Cheshire, uh, I'm sorry, Cheshire Cat from her mother, Cheshire. Cheshire? Cheshire. And then that story's over. And next story is what's in the box. It's another Cassandra Kane type story. Uh, who's do oh, and all the pretty much all the people who work on this have some type of Asian, inf you know, background. Also, uh, this one was with Dustin Wynn and Steve Wands doing letters. Kind of digging that artwork, you know. Somebody's coming up talking to Cassandra. She doesn't talk, so um, basically they're just ragging on Damien. Uh, you know, you guys sits down to it next to her. Basically, he does all the talking. Uh, asks for what's in the box. It looks like it was steamed dumplings of some type. So they sit there and eat their steamed dumplings together on the bridge. Very short on this one. It's what? We got one, two, three pages. Like I said, some of them are very short. Just three pages. Jumps into uh, this one is Black Lightning Heavy. And Black Lightning is not the, the Asian character they're working with there. It's Grace Che, Che, C-H-O-I, who is dating uh, Black Thunder's, Black Thunder, Black Lightning's daughter. One of his daughters. He has two. One uh, is Thunder, one's Lightning, and then he's Black Lightning. So, you know, she's bringing her to meet Dad, and 
dad's kind of disapproving of her at first, saying she's kind of reckless for taking his daughter out on dangerous missions and stuff. And she tells him, hey, your daughter's almost indestructible. They get jumped while they're at the family dinner by <laughs> Mammoth and his sister Shimmer. They make short work of those dudes. They beat the snot out of them, you know. And of course, the whole Black Lightning family—they must all travel in in uniform. Cause boom, there they are. They take care of those, and he apologizes and tells her, you know, he was a little rash after seeing them two fight together. He knows that uh, his 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 daughter can can hold her own, take care of herself. Kind of, eh, short story. Then we got Red Arrow, Amiko Queen, who is, I believe, stepsister to Oliver Queen. Kidnapped and raised by assassins. Uh, looks like she's trapped in it. And this looks kind of like a Into the Spider-Verse type artwork. She's trapped into this cutesy world with, you know, stickers and rainbows. And it's really ticking her off. She doesn't like it. She wants to get out of the cutesy thing. Uh, she wakes up, it was it was just a dream, and she wakes up and she sees her little stuffed animal who looks like one of the things from her dream, and what she do? She hugs it. End of story. Not sure about that one. Okay, I like the transition artwork on this one too. It's really nice. This one is uh, Katana, is your Asian character from this one. But she's uh, at this Asian Heritage Festival with... Um, Cyborg and Blue Beetle, Jaime Reyes Blue Beetle. And what was cool about this, uh, he actually gave a shout out to El Paso in there. I, I kind of dig that because his character is from El Paso. That's just down the road from, from where we're at. So whenever you see <laughs> places near to you that aren't typically mentioned in comic books, I mean, LA and New York, they get mentioned all the time. El Paso, you don't hear about El Paso too much. Uh, these dudes are... For lack of a better word, they're racist. This racist group uh, is going through and just really picking on all the, the uh, Asian people. And Katana goes to stop them and come find out, man, they got some, they got power. And all of a sudden he's shooting these bolts at her and like, what the heck? They figure out that he's got the uh, uh, chaos stone around his neck, which amplifies uh, the person's uh, hatred. So he's basically using the power of hate and fear to, to try to take care of Katana. Uh, I mean, because it's a short story, the fight doesn't last long. She smashes the uh, Chaos Stone. So those dudes and then are just normal people. They don't have any power. And all the Asian people that were picking on at the festival, they come out and whoop them. Whoop them hard. And then it, it, it ends, you know. Well, actually... Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman, late to the party, they, they come just for the free food. Uh, in fact, that's what they ask for is where are the dumplings when they land. So, uh, the next story goes to, ooh, I, I love this cover art, Francis Manipool, it's a uh, Swamp Thing. And then, oh, this is so pretty, look at that. Both of those pictures, so pretty. The next story is about uh, Adam, Ryan, Ryan Che, able to shrink down. He's in somebody's body fighting all this, some kind of virus that somebody sent to take over uh, people. He ends up, uh, the last one he ends up 
uh, fighting, starts to crack his armor and, and his helmet. So he flies out dude's nose like a like a big booger across the room and then goes back to normal size. Uh, they're standing there with, and I don't know if this was meant or not, but you got uh, the girl Yong Chen and or the guy is Yong Chen and his has a Ming Chen to her. So I don't know if I I don't know much about the Adam, so I don't know if that's his real name or not. But Ming Chen is a real person we uh, we know uh, from Comic Book Man. So I don't know if there's a if that was a shout out there or not, but I'd like to think it is. I, I maybe that's his actual name. He's been in the comics for a while. Anyway, he you know he's talking to Bruce about all this. Uh, being a hero and stuff, and then it just kind of ends. I mean, the the stories are real quick and forced, but then we got this this awesome art. Um, this one kind of Shazam centric. You got Doctor Savannah has got Shazam. He thinks dead to rights. He's talking about pulling his heart out. And he's going to eat it, and as he's getting ready to do that. The Shazam character is like, hold on, let me help you. And he grabs a stick and throws it up against his chest. And all these candy hearts come popping out. And the candy hearts have blood on them. And, eh. But anyway, the one says, the one heart, he's like, yeah, here's the one for you. It says, you suck. And you know, Dr. Svon looks at him he's like, wait a minute, you have a tail. And he's like, yep, that's because I am, and this is the new character they're introducing, the Monkey Prince. Not the Monkey King, the Monkey Prince. And, uh, I mean, he's pretty, uh, if you know anything about Monkey King, Monkey, uh, the Monkey Prince's same type of powers, he is taking care of Dr. Savannah. Then the, his, uh, <laughs> his mentor shows up, Shifu Pigsy. I didn't make the name up. You know, and he's basically trying to teach him how to use his powers without overdoing it. And he gives him something that, there was a demon in Dr. Savannah, and the explosion knocked it out. So he gives him some powder so he can see this demon. He finds it. It's like a deer-looking demon. I'm not sure what the relevance is in Chinese mythology. But, you know, he's fine. And then the real Shazam shows up. Uh, the monkey prince is whooping up on that demon. Uh, Shazam is basically telling Savannah... Um, yeah, beat you again. Uh, then as he's trying to take Dr. Savannah in, that demon jumps up on Shazam and tries to devour him, and Monkey Prince saves him. And he mentions several times there how much he hates superheroes. And he keep, they keep calling him Monkey King, and he corrects them to Monkey Prince. Uh, yeah, but he tells, you know, I guess if he gets too overworked, he reverts back to human form from his Monkey Prince form. But yeah, he he tells them several times, you know, he hates superheroes. Uh, obviously, he's a high school kid because the next day, well, the part I left out, Dr. Savannah had a couple of lackeys in there who were helping him in, in these white suits, and there was a man and a woman. They take off uh, when Shazam shows up, or Monkey Prince, and tells them, hey, now's a good time for you to leave. So they did. When he goes home... I don't know how he didn't notice it. His mom and dad are those two people who were Savannah's lackeys. Uh, they're wearing the same suits, you know, without the helmets on, but it, they're in their freaking work suits for Dr. Savannah. 
he didn't notice that, I guess, but I did. And then he goes to school, and guess who his friend is? Billy Batson. Yeah, Shazam himself. So, you know, Billy's excited, trying to tell him, hey, did you see what Shazam did? And blah, blah, blah. He's like, yeah, I'm not a big fan of superheroes. These superheroes suck. And, you know, little does he know, Billy Batson is a superhero. Um, that's the last story. Then they have a bunch of the characters in here in the back uh, with their bios. Uh, some of these I don't remember seeing in there. Like uh, Cheshire, she was mentioned. I didn't see her in any of the stories. Clown Hunter, uh, Vietnamese origin, uh, Bao Pham. I don't remember seeing him in any of the stories. Dr. Light, I don't remember. Element Woman. Uh, they mentioned Gold Lantern uh, at a, you know, somebody was dressed up as him at a party. I, I'd forgotten all about Gold Lantern. Uh, that was part of the, I believe it came out in Superman. The new Legion of Superheroes, he's uh, affiliated with uh, also the Guardians of Oa from the future. Uh, you get Green Arrow, Grace Che, uh, Green Lantern, Tai Pham, that was her name, the Vietnamese one. Katana, Lady Shiva, Red Arrow, New Super Dash Man. Swamp Thing, we saw the, the, you know, the full page art there for it, but no story. And Tracy 13, I don't remember seeing her in any of the stories. So I don't know if they're going to be making more. Back cover, I'm guessing that's Monkey Prince. Looks like Monkey Prince. Um, Festival of Heroes. It's, uh, like it says, the Asian Superhero Celebration. Uh, it, it, I, I don't know, a bunch of short stories, maybe it's just to bring awareness of these characters to the general public, because a lot of people probably don't realize how many of them have um, Asian, an Asian history or you know, part of their heritage and culture being Asian. So that being said, you know, every one of these short stories kind of introduces you to one of them or, or multiples. To let you know, yeah, there, you know, the Asian influence is pretty, pretty strong actually in comics. If you if you dig deep enough below the surface to see it, I liked it. it I, I would have rather had one big story, uh, maybe that, that encompassed all of them. But I know how difficult that would have been. It would have been a lot more than a hundred page, trying to get them all together. Uh, like I said, this did a good job of introducing you to those characters. And letting you know uh, of their Asian influence and the influence they have on comics. So definitely worth picking up. Uh, if for nothing else, you get a, a new character origin, not an origin, but a new character appearance in here of Monkey Prince. And you get to find out a lot about a lot of the other Asian-inspired type characters. I don't know if they're going to do another one, uh, since this was kind of put out just for the Asian... Pacific Islander Heritage Month. But either way, I, I like it. I, I like how DC is um, approaching, I guess, their diversity thing instead of creating, uh, instead of making existing characters fit their mold, they're actually showing you, hey, we already have all these characters. And uh, there you go. Subscribe to it, definitely. And while you're at it, subscribe to this channel and hit the bell icon. You'll be notified whenever we put up a new video. Until that new video comes out. Later, nerds. Get nerdy with me. Tell me what game that you get on.
is a cottery What kind of class do you play, girl? In an RPG